Today's an awesome day and it's gonna get better because we're getting better. Oh yeah, baby. Woo! Hi, welcome guys. How are you? I hope you like that new theme song. So if you go on my YouTube videos, I've already been like saying, I've already filmed like a lot. Um, so just to fill you guys in, I'm going to be doing like a new theme song for every podcast episode. This is going to be like a positive affirmation. So we're doing like multiple things at one time. You know what I'm saying? Because like, what are you doing when you listen to a podcast? You know, you're like cooking, cleaning, working, just like doing random bullshit, you know? So it's like, at least like this is good background noise for you guys because it's like, you're going to get something out of it. A lot of these podcasts, it's like, they only do one thing or like, it's just, it's all like self-indulgent or it's like way too like technical dense and boring you know it's not like a good it's not like a holistic podcast so like that's what i'm shooting for on this that's what we're aiming for okay so like every day is a new day and like every podcast is going to be a new day until i get through my life story because like i have to just like get this out here you know what i'm saying and it's like this is my fucking life story like what am i supposed to do do you, do you want me to be like okay well guy's name is Ushanga, okay, and then Linda's name is Katapati, okay, and then make a mythology. I'm like, I just have to get this shit out because they're like so fucking insane. It's like, you know, they could kill me or like they just show up. I'm like, literally, no, like I've banished like everyone out of my energy here. It's like, how many more like freak accidents do you have to have to like figure out that you're the problem and you need to mind your own fucking business and stay in your own fucking space? Because you're acting like a colonialist rapist who were your descendants and who were also the World War II Nazis. Those were Linda's descendants. 100% straight up. Okay. I kind of like these on. I have like a light sensitive eyes. I don't really like having... I don't like bright lights at all. I hate fluorescent lighting. I think that's awful. Okay, let's get into this. That reminds me of being in the dentist, so or the orthodontist. So growing up, I had braces twice, and I had like multiple oral surgeries of permanent and like baby teeth. One time, okay, I think that was in between my braces stints. They took out. He pulled out my baby teeth, uh, like four of them with just straight up Novocaine and I hear the roots cracking. I'm like, Linda's just sitting in the lobby. Just, she's just, you know, I'm just on my own. I'm like, well, fuck everything. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, that's the worst. And it was all open air. It was like medieval, like dungeon style where he would just be in the middle and like rotate around on his little rolly chair. You know what I'm saying? And then I had a nice, a really nice, what are those called? The orthodontist, like the assistant ones, the ones that, you know, do the stuff or whatever. There's one really nice one. She had short blonde hair and she would always like compliment on my complexion, you know, and be like, thank you. I hate how bright it is in here. And they were those like, you know, the cheap, like textured ceiling tiles, the styrofoam ones that you can just like pop up. You know what I mean? 
It was like right by a Perkins. Does everyone know what a Perkins is? It's kind of like, it's like a family style, like Southern restaurant. You know what I'm saying? It's just like biscuits and chicken and like all the sides and stuff. But it's like for like old white people. Like that's the, it's kind of like Bob Evans, but like slightly better. I don't know. It's more, a little more like country and like less franchisey, even though I think it is a franchise. It's like, I don't know. It's like niche franchise, whatever. We would never go to eat there. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, so I had braces twice. That started in, I know I for sure had them in fifth grade. Yeah, because it was like fifth grade to eighth grade. I had them twice. And then for my eighth grade graduation, they were able to take them off. And then I, like, I lost my retainer. So that's that. Um, but yeah, my childhood was like, people like to just say whatever it was or whatever, be like, look at a pink shirt. Who's taking the picture and who told me to like smile or like a camera's out, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, child star problems. No, this is why like I actually do see myself as a child star because when like we have the same problems. Plus, like, I'm adopted. So, I mean, like, we have, like, the parentless thing going on and then also, like, the parent predator thing going on and then also the parents obsessed with money and then, like, whatever you're doing and then, like, you make them money. I'm like, okay, that's slavery. I'm not doing that. It's 2023. It's just disappointing, you know? It's like, how disappointing could you possibly be? You know what I mean? It's like, all the old people, the whole, just all of them, okay? They all just confer with each other, and then they don't understand technology or reality, how it is now in cities and all over the world. All they know is their suburban neighborhood, so they're like, this is so true, and, like, this is reality and life, and, like, the kids are so problem and like we know everything and we hoard all the money and now inflation is fucked and we totally ruined our children's futures but we're gonna tell them that we're awesome and that they need us and that we do everything for them and they would have nothing without us even though they're the ones that literally live for the attention of the child adult infantilization is an American pandemic. It is. How many millennials my age don't own homes, okay? I went to college, okay? I was successful and then successful in business until I moved to this fucking shithole, hellhole, piece of fuck. I hate it here. Everyone here? Just enough. Like enough. That's why I feel so bad for all the kids here and why I'm not just like, all right, whatever, fuck you guys. I'm going like Tinseltown route because now, like I still, I've always been a humanitarian. I wanted to join the Peace Corps and then Linda said no, but she's a really good Catholic.
guys like besties with the the priest there. Of course he is, Mr. Flat Top. They both have flat tops. What happens in the vestibule stays in the back atrium. I know his dentist friend is. I'm like, do they do like nitrous like when he goes in early? Because Linda's always like, yeah, the dentist like special treatment. Like he'll go in early and like he doesn't do that for her. Obviously she's jealous, but I think she's also like I'm not here to like disturb anyone's life. I'm here to like tell my fucking story and then also, you know, do what Jesus did and like inspire love, okay? And then also do it in a fucking badass way because everyone's so stupid. It's like, okay, if you're going with the grain, okay, and the grain is stupid and then you go against the grain and then all the stupid people hate you for going against being stupid, how extra stupid does that make them? Like, did any of these just like Christian politicians who are just so groovy, did they understand the fucking 12 stations of the cross? Did you miss the part about the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the superstar to which all of you think like Bible, whatever, are you, does that even mean anything to you? Cause if it doesn't even mean anything to you, then why even do it? Just, you know what I'm saying? Like that thing was made in Britain. It was made by King James who took it from Italy, from the fucking Vatican where the Vatican is not part of Italy, but it's in Italy. Okay. And then, you know where the Italians got it? You know where the Roman Empire got their groove? They got their groove from Greece, okay? You know where Greece got their groove from? They got it from Egypt, okay? So when the black people saved the Caucasians in the Caucasus Mountain Cave, and then they scattered on over to Europe, then they attacked. bit the hand that feed them. You know, Princess Diana was uh, dating an Egyptian man, um, big time academic dude. I think he was doctor. While the king was, you know, finagling with Camilla or whatever they do. You know, royal, that's just the royal way. And that's how I know I'm royal, okay? I honestly, I probably had a harem in a past life in like Turkey or something. I don't know. Past life karma. Anyways, I actually am not like pro polygamy or whatever. I'm like, just like pick one and that's fine. Now, however, for me, I can't do that because they all freak out. Oh, another thing. All of my relationships have been interracial. I've never, it's never been a Korean on Korean. Also, do I look Korean? Because when I look at myself and then I look at other Koreans, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. The Asians will tell me that like, you know, maybe Chinese, some Chinese in there, maybe some Japanese. I mean, obviously, like everybody who's just fucking in Asia, like everybody's got something and then some.
Okay, excuse me. Keep recording. Don't. I don't know where that cut off. All right. Sorry, guys. Podcasts, people. Um, the audio cut out, so I don't really know what you heard and what you didn't hear. So we're just going to keep going because that's life, and we're all champions, and we're just badasses here. So let's just roll with it. Okay. Anyways, tarot card time. I was compelled to bring this out with some books that I'm going to show you later. Because we're having an educational, this is multi-educational, multi-dimensional experience for all of us. And we're all going to love it so much. Um, so I love it. I mean, I love this card. Uh, it's number 24, Our Lady of Great Power. It's from the Alana Fairchild deck. Um, beautiful. Okay. Now, also, if we look at old school art, okay, the way that they painted babies was always very weird. It is. It's just weird. It's just like a mini person. And my Mensa... Okay, I was... Ed, get a load of this. I was educated. My Mensa Berkeley grad... I'm pretty sure she has her master's in something. Maybe she doesn't. No, she definitely double majored. Because she also studied like Japanese or Chinese or something like that. Like in the 70s or whatever. Like she has some crazy stories about like, you know, driving across the border. Because her husband was also big time academic. Um... Yeah, a little NYC Zurich connection. Now, she was kind of my, like, role model with Miss Canzanella when I was in high school in Zurich for, like, okay, a woman that I would like to emulate or be like in some ways in the future, okay? I'm never like, oh, I 100% want to be them. You know, it's like pick, it's like pick and choose. It's like, ah, well, that's, I like that about them and that about them. I think maybe like, I mean, that's not hundred percent me, but like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's taking inspiration. It's not a facsimile copy. Like, oh my God. Like it's, it's so obvious. I think this is why I meant to be with the, the big timers or whatever. Cause we have the same, the same things annoy us. The same things annoy us. It's like, okay, well, they're totally, like, jacking my steez, and they probably, like, took some intellectual property or whatever. And then everyone thinks that they're, like, you know, fucking jazzy, all right? And how about this, all right? So with the internet, there's just so much movement of data and information and thoughts that, like, a lot of people don't think about what they're doing, okay? So, like, maybe just, like, be present and conscious and then think about what you're doing before you do it as life-changing shit right there I mean throw your dollar bills at me I mean with inflation they better be like we're starting at tens right oh my god like uh, it's just it's it's a lot and it's too much, but someone has to handle it, so here I am. So, one thing that's important is that you have to be able to ground your energy and be stable, okay? Now, I'm speaking with, with the passion of five fires, okay? And I'm speaking on behalf of the passion of all of the world's children and all of the world's women who are just like me and who are just beyond frustrated. They're just, 
They've just had it up to here. So there's no more here. We're neither here nor there at this point, okay? Zero point energy, all right? Because like, here's the thing, it's like, I can be happy with nothing. I can be happy with a ton. That's not gonna change me. That's really not. And I've seen that. I've seen like how my life has changed with that and without that, but I haven't changed. Everything around me has changed, but I'm like, no, I'm still me. Like still fuck this shit and I'm still fucking me and I still wanna do what I wanna fucking do. So why are you suppressing me? Why are you oppressing me? Why are you so bored? Why are you so weird? Why are you so aggressive? Why are you so unnecessary? Why are you so extra? Why are you so nobody wants you here? They mean nothing to me. And they honestly never have. It's all like I think I, I honestly think I could win an Oscar because I'm Asian and I speak English like this and I'm starting to develop like a slight lisp. But I think that that weakness might actually play out to be an advantage for me because then people won't see me as perfect. So shadow work. Change your fucking life. I'm like, well, bitch, like. Okay, this is my thing. Why is everyone so obsessed with being perfect? Okay, this is like a 1950s, what's his face? White picket fence man, ticky tacky houses. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything's the same in the Stepford wife. It's not Rothschild, it's not Rockefeller, it's the other one with the R. Grandpa has the book in his basement of just like the idyllic suburban life for white people who were children of immigrants from war. I mean, grandma was like a Great Depression baby. She needs a spa day. Okay. Anyways. Okay, my life. Okay, guy's obsessed with oral. He has an oral fixation. Okay. So, I might need to get out my St. Germain spray. <laughs> so disturbing. Okay. The only time that I ever met Bama that I saw her was when we went to the a nursing home and she was basically like comatose, you know? We go in there. I remember this like vividly. First of all, it's the smell. It's like like a faint tuna and it's like kind of warm and then it's just like stale air. Now this is Bill's mom. This is Bama. So Bama, I actually don't remember her real first name. So we're just going to call her Bama. I spell it like Bama because I don't know how do you spell Bama. Like I'm not going to throw two W's in that and like just figure it out. Um, anyways. We go in there. Okay, she's laying on the bed. Have you ever been to a nursing home? They have these like little pink lollipop things and you like swirl it around their mouth so it makes them salivate so they don't have dry mouth. So Guy did that for Bama and I'm just watching him do that. And then he would always have suckers and then so would um, Nana. So Nana's like really short and fat. And like she used to tell me these stories. 
um, she used to tell me these stories like, oh, yeah, you know, like, sometimes I just drive around in the Cadillac and I get, like, six cream horns and then I just stuff my face and, like, eat all of them. Or maybe she only eats two. I don't know. Pop up, like, eclairs. Okay. So eclairs, those are popular in Europe. However, you know what's better and more popular? Profiteroles. Okay. In America, that's called a cream puff. I'm not calling it that. Profiterol. Profiterol. It kind of sounds like a drug. They kind of are. Addicting. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. So we went there. Also, guys, this is just free form. I haven't gotten into, like, my full life philosophy and my methodology. So everybody just shut the fuck up, put a pin in it, and learn to have patience and go with the process. That's another thing. It's just like everybody's like, I have to like anticipate and intercept everything. No, you don't. You're a fucking human, okay? You're not a fucking god. You're not a fucking like, you're not even fucking fuck, okay? So just figure it out. Sit down and meditate. And that's on Ruth Bader Ginsburg, okay? I have her picture up there. That's like my confidence inspiration because she's looking at me with the twinkle of mirth in her eye and a wry little grin of like you nail them to the motherfucking cross bitch and i'm like amen sister send that up to god we'll whistle it up whistle it up no i'll just whistle it up anyways what am i even talking about profiteroles uh <laughs> This is like in conversations with my boyfriends. Like we would just like chain smoke or they'll sit with me and then we'll just talk and we'll just like shoot the shit. And then I get them into spiritual stuff like tarot or whatever. And then they think they're like, they think like spirituality is a competition game where they're going to beat me. I'm like, that's not how this works. Also, you're a man and I'm a woman. So I'm automatically more intuitive than you. Look at the inception of culture and human life in conjunction with ancient mythology and the energies of the land. I don't get any more briefing than that. Actually, I get less. They play games with me all the time. They all play games with me and I'm just like, that's why I am the way, I mean, all I can do is laugh. Like something bad will happen and I'll start laughing. I'm not kidding. I'm not even scary, guys. Everybody knows I'm the nicest. That's why everybody loves me. Look at how cute I am. Thumbnail. Anyways. <laughs> I think that, that's why one of my friends is like, don't be a heartbreaker. I'm like, they're going to break their own hearts. Anyways, they always do that. You know what I mean? It's like, they're either going to fuck it up by fucking it up, or... They're going to try not to fuck it up, and then they're going to fuck it up. Uh, neither one's my fault. I'm just being myself. Love me unconditionally. What's the problem? There is none. You're just making one. more people just like pray about your problems just pray about it I'm like totally being serious about that I'm not even not being serious about that 
the power of prayer is something that I will never joke about because one time I underestimated it and I was like, you know what? That's what I feel like when people underestimate me. I don't like it. Also, don't overestimate me because I don't like that either. Just don't even estimate me. Just don't even. Just, just, don't, just let it be. Nobody's any fun here. I think that's why people like me. I'm like, yeah, no one's any fucking fun here. They're all just like, ugh. I like that one. Don't we love that? Should I tell the meaning? Maybe not. I don't know. Anyways. I'm getting like... <laughs> my ears... If you're spiritual, you know. You're, you know when your ears and your brain do the thing? It did the thing. It did the thing three times, so I think we're doing good. Uh, <laughs> like, this is so ridiculous. It's like, okay, guys, do you think, do you honestly think that I could just, like, one day just come out and be like, hey, here's my truth. Here it is. Here's just all of it. And then, like, everybody in the family and in the friends and who's ever known me and all my stalkers and all the lurkers you think that's just like you think that's gonna go well for me you think i'm like i'm trying to actually do shit and have a career and have a life okay i've already had so much goddamn bullshit and drama i don't want that like everybody knows like i actually am not the drama starter, but there's always drama around me. I am the storm. I don't know. I don't know. Joy told me I have to be more careful with um, the friends that I pick or that I choose. And then I told her that I didn't choose them. Um, and then that's when she realized that I didn't uh, ever have boundaries or like know what that was. So that's kind of sad. Anyways, we were never allowed to talk to her. It was like, no, it's very no, no, you're not going to talk to her. You're not going to do it. And I'm like, why? Because Nana has like a big fucking ring that she doesn't deserve. Where's my inheritance? Where's my right brother plane relic that I was promised by Bill in the flesh in front of literally Guy, Linda, Allen, and Nana. I'm like, everybody witnesses here. He said that. It's mine. I don't have it. And you know what? I was prompted not to go to the funeral. Intuition. Yeah. No. This has been like a three year process of me just like disengaging and then showing people that like, okay, this is what it's like when my presence is removed. This is my absence. Why do you think I'm absent? My people do a thing where they sit and then they do a peaceful protest when they've had fucking enough and then they're not fucking budging. 
I've had people try and fucking kill me. So if you want to try and fucking kill me, then fucking kill me. I know where I'm going. Do you? I want my money. I want my shit. I want my life. I want my voice. I want my liberty. And I want my fucking career, okay? That's not even asking a lot. That's basically asking the bare minimum to be a functional woman within contemporary society in West, in the West, in America. Now, all of these old brain-dead fucks who think that they matter and who think that they're doing good shit for the world are absolutely off their motherfucking rocker. Just stop. You all need to be in nursing homes. You don't need to be in the White House. You all need serious help. If you're bipolar, if you're schizophrenic, if you're mentally incapacitated, you shouldn't be making decisions that impact the entire nation, your district, your state, your whatever. Who the fuck are you? Somebody that did a bunch of bullshit to get wherever you are. Welcome to politics. I'm like, the people that trust these politicians are like, I'm like, they are. I'm always top bitch. I am. It just happens. You want to know how I also know I'm always top bitch? Because all of like, the narcissists who like need attention or whatever they're the ones who immediately get threatened by me and then they have to like pick on me or single me out or they have to like one up me or talk over me or like talk behind my back or like scheme and plan and stalk I'm like stop being lesbian for me and then stop like wanting to be me because like that's narcissism Like, Freud says that. It's like, narcissists are gay. Narcissists. There's like a flower, and it droops over, and it looks at the water. And that it's called that because of that. And then Narcissus, the mythical dude, he was so vain because he would just stare in the water at his reflection, which was a mirror. Water's a mirror. And he was so vain, he knew he would only stare at himself, okay? That's a love of self, okay? So it goes vanity, and then it goes narcissism. So that's why I don't do, I eschew vanity, okay? But I have to do glam for my business and what I'm doing in order to be professional and then also get, you know, the brand image or whatever that I want and need and then to also compete with all of the other women or whatever. I'm like, it's not even competing. I'm like, I'm just trying to stay like middle of the pack.
in terms of, like, I honestly, I don't even do that much, like, self-care. Like, I do, but it's not, like, I think people think I'm way more high-maintenance than I am, but I'm not. Like, I'm really not. Like, really not. Um, but yeah. So anyways, just forever. And like, I would never, if I had kids, I would never bring them around them. So that's another reason why we have to separate, okay? And then in high school, there was like one time where I was so wasted, I blacked out. And then I was in the train with like Tiff. And then I think like Miguel was somewhere else with Ethan. And then apparently I was like trying to take my jeans off. And then here's the thing. I hate jeans. So I would always wear like leggings or whatever when I was little. But I think when I was a baby, they would put me in jeans. So why do I hate jeans? And then why would I do that when I blacked out? Anyways, was that a trauma response? Is that a subconscious thing going on? Because when I black out, I always get clues and pieces. I'm like, all right, something happened in the pantry. Something happened with the jeans. So they pick me up in the train station and then they want to talk and argue like while I'm going to bed. I'm like, fuck off. Like they never just would leave me the fuck alone. Like always just up my ass. And then like we start getting in this argument and then I'm crying about like how I'm not like Kim. Because Linda's like, just be Kim Quarantello. Okay. She was one of my clients. It's like full circle, whatever. It's like they have no idea what's going on. They're just racist. Why would they adopt Asian children? Fetish? Hospice nurse? Pedophilia? Child slaves? Please mommy and daddy? Lie to everybody about everything? I might have gotten raped that night by him. They wouldn't tell. God, Alan and Linda wouldn't say anything. They were weird when I walked out to the table the next morning. Guy was way too happy. And then Linda had a weird look on her face. And then Linda's always just been, like, weird. Um, yeah, because Guy will always do whatever he can do if he thinks he can get away with it. And there will be no consequences. So is that ethical or not? So like in this day and age, ethics is like the delayed gratification. Okay. So it's like, if you do it the ethical way, that's like the real way. All right. So that will create longevity or like stability because you're like, okay, well, this is real deal. You know, I'm trying to like do the best that I can here, but also in the spiritual industry and the entrepreneurship industry, so much stuff is just like, it's free for all. It's like, there's no, you know, standard or bar, like you got to figure everything out on your own too. So it's like, okay, well then why don't you make like all of the taxes and stuff easier or like make all the legal stuff easier for like when you're going to do podcasts or website stuff and all the cookies and stuff or whatever just like 
Because it's like I have to go around and look for all this stuff to like make sure that I'm fine or whatever. It's also like, hey, can someone like let me know or like help me out here? Like, you know what I'm saying? But like that's adulthood. It's like, well, you got to like figure it out the best you can. And then when stuff comes up along the way, then you figure it out. It's like not everything's going to be perfect and you're not going to have everything figured out immediately. So you just have to like go with it and then hold the faith, the hope and the trust. And that's all like heart chakra. And I think solar plexus stuff because that's what I had to do. I had to work on I had to work on all of the chakras a lot. The crown and the third eye those were on the most. The root was completely off. The sacral was just fucked. My solar plexus was it was weird. The heart was just gone. And then the throat was just like completely non-functional either. So just everything that's why I was just like silent all the time I'm like ah, well safer to say nothing is it so yeah I don't know that's life I guess I'm hungry I'm like how long have I been filming for just like to, okay, so to heal all the trauma and stuff is one thing. To then come out and then, like, express it and talk about it and to just try and keep some, like, equilibrium or, like, stability while everybody is just going to completely freak out. That takes a lot of, like, inner power, inner strength, a lot of love a lot of courage, a lot of bravery, okay? All heart chakra stuff. A lot of faith, a lot of trust, a lot of hope. Because I'm fully aware that I, yeah, there's tons of people that wanna see me fail and have nothing. Yeah, add, add you to the list of assholes, buddy. Like, look at me and look at my life and you don't want to support me? What the fuck is wrong with you? You have serious, serious mental and heart problems. And I'm concerned for you. And you should seek professional help for that. Wise counsel in healing. Because that's what you need. And you need it now, right now. We're living in purely insane times, okay? Albert Einstein, the father of insanity and the definition of insanity. What is insanity? Insanity is doing the same thing repeated times and expecting a different outcome. 
okay? So, like, let's look at politics. Let's, let's look at finance. Let, let's look at family stuff. Let's look at everything. Okay, so in a toxic cycle, in a karmic cycle, you just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. And you know what that means? That means that it's it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. It gets worse, it gets worse, it gets worse. It gets even worse, even worse, even worse. It gets so bad. It gets so bad that it probably couldn't even get worse. And then it gets worse one more time and then just, <clears throat> just completely explodes. So chain breakers, light workers, star seeds, indigo children. Zoom out for a minute and think about this. Look at your ancestors. Look at the times, okay? How many generations do you think that there was uh, rape, addiction, violence, gambling, all this stuff that you inherited from your ancestors in your cells because that was not purged out or that was not healed? And then other toxic environmental factors will also negatively impact your DNA and your cells. And then look around at the world and look at how many people are dying, right? And then look at how many of them are young. Is that normal? Does that look normal to you? Does that look good? And then what are the common denominators between all of these people? Thinking critically with your brain, conscious mind on, okay? Find the dots and then connect them and then understand that and accept it. That's how you live in truth. You don't say that what is is not what it is unless it isn't that. Okay? So honestly, I think the sixth sense is a sense of humor, okay? Because you can tell a lot from someone's sense of humor. Like what people think is funny, I will, I can just, I get so much information from that. Just so much. All the boomers have a sadistic, masochistic, fucked up, negative, lack mindset sense of humor. So that's why they're not funny and nobody likes them and all of the entertainment and programming from that era was shit and weird. Like they grew up on Shirley Temple. Like Shirley Temple was like raped and like put in a box and shit. Like it's just like one little blonde girl with a bunch of old men. Like they're all like, that's amazing. Oh my God, let's, okay, daughters come watch this and then we'll play later. get your Barbies which were based off of German blow-up sex dolls from World War II Nazi Barbies <sighs> I went to a German concentration camp on a high school field trip like freshman or sophomore year um, that was like a first field trip we, we went to Dachau after no that was freshman year because uh carl Lindbergh was still there yeah so we went to dachau because we read ellie wiesel's book something about the night some something in the night it's always the, there were a lot of night books in high school 
So we wrote letters to him, too, or something. And that was also around the time when he was interviewed on Oprah, like when Oprah was still on cable, like on TV. You know what I'm saying? Because that was such... Oprah was, like, such a mood and a vibe. That never got replicated, duplicated, and, like, there, there's, like, still a huge gaping hole from the loss of Oprah on, like, normal people TV or whatever. I'm like, well... I mean, I get, like, yeah, definitely create your own network and do your own stuff, but I'm like, someone needs to fill that hole, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, ah. Just, like, all current media, after streaming um, platforms and stuff, it all... <laughs> downhill. Just downhill. I don't know. Anyways, we went to the um, concentration camp, and then kids would, like, play in, like, the ovens and, like, lay in the beds and stuff. And then that's, like, when uh, in my teen years when, like, all my Claire's, like, blew up. Like, Claire audience, Claire cognizance, whatever, Claire sentience, Claire gustance, Claire... What's the taste one? Was that the taste one? I feel like I'm missing one. I'm probably missing one. There's like five, I think. Did I say Claire Sentience? Claire Audience. All the Claire. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. And then. Because I could just feel all the energy there. Like when we're outside. Like with the walls and stuff. Um, but then after that, we went to a water park like a water indoor water spa thing indoor outdoor thing we just did that i don't know my whole high school thing was like so weird so it's going from like teeny tiny southern parochial catholic school of like me knowing the same like 60 kids forever to international school of just like complete like 180 just everything couldn't be more different um so, yeah, I basically became an adult when I was 14. Um, yeah. That was sound confirmation, yeah. So, I've, like, I've always been Alan's mommy because Alan would cry when he would wake up in his car seat. Like, when we'd drive home from school, he'd fall asleep and then he'd wake up. Um, and no one could figure it out. So, then I would have to, like, console him. I'd be like, it's okay, it's okay. And then Linda would be, like, getting all mad. And then she's, like, in the kitchen, like, I have to make dinner. She's, like, making fish sticks and, like, uh, lean cuisine. Um, with milk. Oh, my God, ew. Um, so, yeah. I'm also weird about car seats and harnesses. I don't like... Okay, so we went to the Six Flags, I think, like me and Ariel, and we did those bouncy uh, trampoline things with the harnesses. I hated that, okay? So what happened to both of us in cars while we're in car seats and then we wake up, we don't like it? So my method mixes the 12 and the 5, okay? So I'm taking, like, paying homage, like, taking inspiration from my uh, holistic health coaching certification at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, which is based in uh, New York City, but then he's actually Canadian and he's also Jewish. So, like, I feel like 
you know, he understands gematria or whatever and like Kabbalah just like in his genes. Because it's like, it's about numbers. I don't know. I do. I've like always had like Jewish friends since Catholic school. I mean, obviously we didn't have those in Catholic school. It was like cult school. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, no, I've always like branched out. I'm like, I'm just friends with everybody. Like they can be Indian. They can be black. They can be white. They can be German. They can be French. It's like, okay, if you're like cool, like then you're cool. And if you're not, then you're not. But then also it's like, I'm here. I'm like, okay, well this is history. And like everybody is just absolutely nuts. So, whatever. I'm like, someone needs to be the voice of reason who actually has, like, valuable information and who does it in a unique and authentic way that, like, hasn't necessarily been seen by the world before. You know, like, those are called, like, important people. Those are what how you say thought leaders. So on that note, we might just leave it there, guys. Because this video is going to be a long-ass video. I'm like, I'm going to have to upload this, too. There's just so much trauma. I didn't even, like, talk about I haven't even, like, gotten into my trauma. I'm like, maybe I'll just write about that. I don't know. They say I have to say it. Because, like, if I say it, it'll heal people. Because I have a healing voice, okay? But I have to be able to, like, protect that. Okay? So, like small dose it like we're like you know gradual stages let's be sensible here people earth sign when i'm here okay bye love you bye